Okay, welcome to another episode of the POV Podcast. I'm Ed, and I'm here with Will. Hello. We definitely remember the name of this podcast. I know, we haven't just had to re-record the start of this because I forgot the name of my own podcast that I've been doing for three years. Yeah, it was a long time ago. Who would expect you to remember? <laughs> it was. <laughs> and uh, today we are in Frank Turner mode because as both, if you've uh, listened to this podcast before, me and Will are both fans of Frank Turner and we interviewed him for our first ever episode if you travel all the way back to 2019 when the world was good and there wasn't the threat of world war three and a deadly pandemic and the deadly pandemic i love living in a pancetta it's great yes but uh oh, no, yes we, we are firm frank fans on this podcast there you go got the alliterative appeal there as well so firm frank fans indeed and i think helga the cat that i'm just looking at right now is also a fan all good. She's just looking at me, very annoyed, because I've come and disturbed her sleeping. Helga's favourite Frank song is English Curse. It definitely is. Uh, which apparently was my ringtone for quite a while, and I have absolutely no member- memory of it. It was. It was, re- it was really weird. Every time someone <laughs> rang you, it was like, many years back when these it old folks were young. We're that like, must Aah. have been uh, just like a default thing when I first like figured out how to put music on my phone. Maybe, yeah. I mean, but, uh, I do remember that you, you quite liked English Curse at one point. I do. I, like, it's a good song, to be fair. Yeah. But um, so today we're going to be talking about our top five Frank Turner songs. Oh, yeah. This so, was a stressful list to write. It really was because uh, I was going through the Spotify <laughs> playlist and just so many good ones. For reference, my Spotify playlist has about. Mine's got about at, eight, at, at least at, 80 Frank Turner songs. Yeah, mine's at least 70 Frank songs. In fact, I'm going to have a look. And right uh, I posted on the Facebook page, the Frank Turner Army, asking people what their um, favourites were. And the general consensus is that altogether, the Get Better seems to be the best song that appeared on most of, most people's top fives. If uh, Yeah, that's that not way. surprising. I um, mean, that I one... Is, uh, tends to... England Keep My Bones uh, and Tape Deck Heart songs tend to be the ones that make up the bulk of people's top five. So I'll just have a look. A few of them now. I saw one that's by Anne-Marie Vaith. I really hope I've said that right because we're going to post this on the Facebook page. <laughs> uh, has put Polaroid Picture, If Ever I Stray, Redemption, I'm Disappeared and Get Better. And then in honourable mention, nice. Broken Piano, Sunday Nights and Glorious You. And I'm always there for the Broken Piano love. Yeah, uh, I think that's a really absolutely. underrated Frank Turner song. I'm refraining from commenting kind of too heavily on any of them because yeah, me um, too. it's all very of, so subjective. So, no, but also some of them are in my list. So I yeah, say so quite a few of these. I'm... Yeah. Um, who else? The Recovery Polaroid Picture again, 1933. Not dead yet. I'm assuming this person meant get better, but I'm not dead yet. Yeah. People will know what it is. Oh, wow. I massively, I massively underestimated my Frank playlist. I haven't, I have 118 songs in there. I think I've my, probably the same. Me and you probably <laughs> the same ones in actually. Uh, well, me I, and you shared a Frank playlist until you got your own Spotify for about five years. Another so. <laughs> one, photosynthesis, get better, redemption, one foot before the other, and plain sailing weather. Redemption came up quite a lot on these. Um, I Redemption's. It's not. Um, a favorite I'll one talk of about mine. that one because it's not in my list. It's not a favourite one of mine, I, I think, but when I've seen it live, I've always really yeah. enjoyed it, rather than uh, when it comes on the studio version, when I'm out and about, I tend to skip it. 
But, uh, yeah, Redemption's it, it's not, a bit, it's necessarily... not a very song, is it? No, it, it, it's one of those ones which, like, I think you already have to be in that mood. You know, like a bit, a bit bummed out. Do you have any honourable mentions before we get into the, we dig into the fat of the Frank Turner songs? Uh, I did write my play, my, not my playlist. I did write my list in a bit of a rush, but I think off the top of my head, uh, I'll have a quick peruse through my playlist while I'm here. But definitely one that was initially in the list, but got replaced um, when you mentioned one of them just then um, was "I Am Disappeared." That is in my honourable mentions. And uh, me and I'm you surprised. have a, we have a history th- of this song. It almost yeah, made you- it to my top five, but I had like a, um, a blast through listening session of Frank Turner songs today before I made uh, it. Yeah, so like honourable mentions. Um, I really wanted to put this one in the top five, but it kind of got edged out. Um, Fisher King Blues is. Um, I almost put of, that one in mine. One of my all-time favorites. The, the thing is, him. before we move on, Frank Turner. It, it's quite surprising you get artists that are this consistent with the songs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, because even the songs I don't like as much as the other ones, they're not bad songs, and it's no, genuinely I, I, quite rare you get that in an artist. I think I'd be hard pressed if you like forced me to pick a Frank song that I didn't like. I'd have a hard time doing it. Yeah, I, I don't think I dislike any. There's just others that I don't like as as much as it's like when we say we like American Idiot, don't we? And we think it's a fairly flawless album. Extraordinary yeah. Girls, not a great song, but it's still not rubbish. It's just no, it's still good to the quality of other songs that are on that album. And um, in my opinion, Extraordinary Girls Chorus is actually yeah, quite it's good. the best bit. Anyway, the, the, what was it? Um, yeah, she's all alone again. It's good. I like that bit. Um, but we're not talking it? about Green Day today. Maybe another time. Maybe another. Uh, yeah, I think we should do that one for June when we go and see him. Yeah, July. Oh, yeah, I'm seeing him. Um, another one for the honorable mentions uh, by a country mile. Fucking time machine! What an underrated banger that one is. I'll go through a couple of mine. Uh, I am disappeared, like you said. Be more kind. Didn't quite make it into my top mm. five. Um, get better. Didn't make it in. And if ever I stray, didn't make it in either. Uh, yeah. What was it? If ever I stray isn't in mine either. In fact, I was quite surprised. Let me I'm, just I'm check. Genuinely, attempt. I'm genuinely not surprised if our top five tends to be the same. Uh, very similar. Um, no, there are no songs from England. Keep my bones in my top uh, five. I have two from England. Keep my bones in my top five. Maybe I've got um, um, for my fifth one. It's either this one or that one. So I've not yet decided. So I'll let you help me with this <laughs> one. It's not that I don't like England Keep My Bones, it's just that the other ones um, edged out. And also I jumped on to Frank Turner as like a proper fan at a different time uh, to you, well, I think. You see, I, you saw, kind of, I discovered him in 2010 when I saw Green Day. Yeah, and he was you kind of on... And he was at the back end of Poetry of the Deed on that one. And yeah, you sort of onboarded around England Keep My Bones. Yeah, yeah, and I've got England Keep My Bones, one of my favourite albums ever. I've got the... Tattoo and another Frank Turner tattoo, which I will probably talk about towards the end of this one, which is probably the most outrageous tattoo I've ever got. Yeah, Eng- Eng- I love the English Bones album. Yes, uh, but, so um, think- go on. What are you going to say? Ah, uh, no, it's okay. Let's just let's jump into it. Indeed. So I want to know what your number five is. So uh, I I don't know if this is going to be a a particularly popular opinion, but. It's my choice, so... Uh, so shut the fuck <laughs> up, everyone. <laughs> but um, 
what was it? Uh, at number five, I've got Haven't Been Doing So Well. Oh, a new one. Which is a brand new one. Well, brand new. But like, it, you know, as in within p- the past year. Uh, just because I think it's uh, it's just sort of a... It's like Frank 101. It's like catchy. It's sort of uplifting, but it's also extremely poignant at the same time. And angsty as well. Yeah, but it it's sort not... of feels like the chord almost feels like a punch. Like when yeah, that bit it first starts. But ultimately it's about improving and kind of getting better and which seems to be a quite a common theme across a lot of Frank's music, especially sort of post tape deck heart. But like I think it's just a really good exemplification of what Frank does best, which is sort of it's catchy, it's got a bit of a um, a sort of angsty edge to it but it's ultimately quite uplifting and very poignant you know like it um it, it, it hits you in the heart which is where it should do because um i think a lot of people can relate especially after the two years we've had exactly and relate can relate to a lot of what he's feeling and especially just people who maybe already uh have to deal with mental illness um mental problems stuff like that just anything like that i think um uh, a lot of people can relate to the messaging going on in that one. That's a good choice. Um, I was this and that with putting um, in new songs because I want to hear the new album in full first before I make like executive decisions and stuff. Like well, that. songs but, should also stand on their own merits, though. Exactly. In my opinion, so. But um, so my number five, I've got two. I couldn't decide which one to take out, so I'll let you maybe sway my decision here. So I've okay. got, not coming at number five, Balthazar Impresario, or Four Simple Words. Um, after you I'll, I'll sway that, towards... Oh, go on. After you saying all that, I'm swaying towards Balthazar Impresario. Yeah, I, I was going to say I'd, I would sway. I mean, because they're both excellent songs. But Balthazar but... Impresario, it's literally like the history of performers and stuff like that, and... You I never... also have I have a very bad feeling that Frank's going to finish his last ever show on that one. Oh, I've sent this when, to when, people before, and like I the think, thought of that would be a, a very when he does moment. The, when he does when he does do that, I'm going to be absolutely devastated. I quite frankly will never be the same again. I know, like once more to the board, one more final uh, chord. Is it one more curtain call? That's it. Yeah. Um, but no, um, you can sort of visualize the history of entertainers and performers going through this. So, from literally yeah. like court jesters from medieval times to vaudeville in the early 1900s to 30s and stuff like that. Um, yeah. And then to now in huge arenas and stadiums and other small rooms. So, it's a sort of timeless song, I think, because anyone like yourself mm. who's in a band and me who goes to watch bands. I think anyone can relate to it, and not these people are always going to be famous, but they always give it a hundred percent, even if there's one person there. And again, no, no dig at you. You know what it's like to perform in rooms where there's not, um, yeah, huge audiences, I, and it's not. I always have played to. Case. I have played to just the sound guy and my parents before. <laughs> and again, so you can relate to what these people are like, but again, it's about always giving the uh, the one hundred percent. Well, yeah, it's like you should play the same for 20 people as you would for 200 and the same for 200 people as you would for 2,000 and you can keep going exactly. up and up and up. Um, but, um, with Balthazar yeah. and Pizarro, I can sort of bookend it with my number one mm. as well with similar themes. So again, I love four I simple have a words. Feeling, I, saw the first I have ever. a feeling me and you have the same number one. 
I think so too because we, our whole family loves the, the number one. Yeah, okay. Uh, I'm, pr- I'm pretty confident I know what this is. It's unfortunately relegated to an honourable mention, but it is amazing in its own right. I saw the first ever performance of it at Wembley in 2012. Yeah, yeah. And my next one, we'll do yours, but I also saw one of the first ever performances of that one as well. So we'll go on to your. Well, I think four. I know which one that. I think I know which one that might be. There's one of two it can be off the top of my head. So. All right, so we'll do your number four first. Um, yeah, number four, Polaroid picture. Uh-huh. Well, deck number four is uh, for me is Polaroid picture as well. Oh right. Oh oh, I was thinking it might be Cowboy Chords. Well, no, because when I saw him in Manchester in 2011, they played two new songs. One was Cowboy Chords, which was amazing, and Polaroid picture. I'm not sure whether it, was, it might have been the first or second ever performance of it. Right. Okay. But yeah, but well, I guess we can discuss this one, can't we? Properly. So, like, but yeah, no. Polaroid picture is one that um, has always sort of held a special place in my heart. Even when I first heard it back in 2013, uh, even though I was only a teenager at the time. So some of the themes in it aren't 100% relevant to a teenager. You know that kind of like. But in a sense, they also are that kind because of, you you. It you it's a song future, about. I think. It's a song about going through changes and things evolving and certain things in your life disappearing and how so much of life on the whole is just, it's fleeting almost. And that like things change constantly, but you know, you keep moving on and you keep surrounding yourself with, you know, your clan, the people who, you know, will be there for you all the time. But it's just that, that refrain, the fucking bridge bit, Every single time I hear it, it's like there's a sort of melancholy warmth almost just sort of washes over me. You know, that let go of the little distractions, hold on to the one things that you love because we won't all be here this time next year. It's like whether he's talking about death or just people, whether he's talking about death or just people exiting your life, it's uh, something that everybody has experienced at some point. I've, I've always found it quite poignant because it came out in 2013, which is the year I left college to go to university. Yeah. And anyone at that age knows that if you go, if you went to university, that that's probably the biggest thing in your life at that time that you will go and do your, yeah. like I did, I traveled hundreds of miles away to uh, Southampton from Rochdale. So yeah, and it was like a nice song just to uh, listen to, I think because it's all about change and, going to you and he's a fucking massive change uh, to your life absolutely yeah and then you, mean, meet, I, yeah. you meet the people at uni this song's about like what you said uh let go of the little distractions and hold on to the ones that you know yeah no it's um it's one that when i was younger and i first heard it because there's a period in my life that was defined by me playing video games and listening to whatever cds i'd burned to my computer because <laughs> i refused to use spotify which maybe is a, an attitude I should adopt again, given what's been going on lately. But um, basically, it was just sort of like... It <laughs> I wasn't we're going to put this onto Spotify. <laughs> ah, it's going on other places. Um, I was... Uh, but it's like, I remember listening to it as a teenager and not really sort of 100% grasping the message behind it, but thinking it was a nice song. And then as you kind of... Even just a year can kind of change your... Um, outlook on things and i remember just with each passing year it's become steadily one of my favorites by him yeah because it's just so i always relatable. think of it when i go to back to southampton and it's mm. just kind of like the city's there but not everyone else is 
And yeah, so, I get and that. like there's different buildings where bars used to be and stuff like that. And just like in the song. Just like in the song, yeah, it's mad. I thought well, it was it's like, like I get the same when, thing when I go back to Leeds as well. Yeah, when we first saw him after lockdown, he, he played that song and I thought it, it hit a bit hard after it hit different, yeah. Especially given the like Yeah, well we've everyone's lost people yeah. one way or another this past couple of years. So yeah, Polaroid picture. I have also different been, in a I pandemic. I've been debating getting the, the Polaroid picture artwork as a tattoo as well. Remind me what it is again? It's like it's literally like a Polaroid camera. Um oh, in, the, yeah. in the style of the tape deck heart uh cover. So no, good. Let's go on to uh, number three. Given that we agreed on the last one, do you want to go for your number three first this time? Yeah. So this is the song that actually, when I saw him at Green Day, I thought, you know, this guy's good, but I'm yet to hear. There's always when you go and see a band live that you've never seen before. There's always that one song that will catch your attention. I feel, and it's happened yeah. when I've accidentally seen bands like The Struts. Grabs uh, you by uh, the neck and goes, in, "Listen, yeah, these these guys are really good." It happened when I went to see the Mets who we did an interview with on our last episode. Check it uh, out. So if you want to check that out, they're really good. They've just finished recording a new album as well. Uh, with and they're Frank, also... With uh, Frank Turner. Yeah, they're Extra Mile label buddies, aren't they? So I believe so, yeah. Um, so I my think. number three is Photosynthesis. Ah, very nice. Very is that nice. in your top five at all? Surprisingly, no, but not because I think it's a bad song, just because it got slightly outclassed by some of the other stuff. But I do... I do love photosynthesis. Um, if it ever disappears from the live shows, I'm sure Frank fans will make enough of a stink that it won't be gone for long. <laughs> yeah, it's just one of those songs that when you hear it live, you just know it's going to be uh, a hell of a good time, shall we say. Um, it yeah. always brings a smile to my face. And I love it when everyone sits yeah, just down and jumps that, up. That little quiet, that little quiet guitar at the start, whenever it comes out on shuffle on my playlist, and you just hear that... Bling, bling. I'm like, oh, let's fucking go. I let's believe it's go. a D, a D sus and a D, because I used to be able to play it on guitar. Oh, get you. There we go. Which one of us is the musician here? <laughs> there we go. Um, um, yeah, well, you, you obviously was... understand more theory than I do. <laughs> Again, the, all these have like themes with this, because um, I discovered this song when I was starting to, let's say, I won't say mature, but started to have a bigger grasp of life and what yeah. was like ahead for me and the, the chorus is I won't sit down I won't shut up and most of all I won't grow up and I've pretty I've pretty much used that as a mantra for the last 12 years since I heard this song because I remember hearing it and I was making everyone at school listen to it words to live by quite yeah. frankly and there is a sort of level of irony like in the song that Frank Turner was singing about back then like yeah. so he's, he's never going to get married he's never going to have like a stable life and if you follow him on Instagram and stuff like that, you see that he's now married. And uh, I mean, that's the beauty of it, though, isn't it? Yeah, like, you know, but he's obviously we, we, let himself yeah. change and stuff like that. And like we all do, I probably shouldn't live by this mantra anymore. That there is a point where you do have to grow up, but I like being a little bit immature. Well, and no, 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 a slightly wicked side to, to me. You have to get old. You don't have to grow up. This is that's very the true. Ma- that's and this the is why I'm still going mosh pits because uh, what is it? Our mum says that it's just kids who like to play who go in mosh pits and stuff yeah. like that. And uh, um, this song mosh is pits are ridiculously... for kids who are shoved behind desks. Definitely. And uh, this one, just, it's just so good live. Like I said, everyone's always smiling uh, when they hear this song live. And yeah, I 
I honestly a- can't see it being tank live. It must be annoying for him to play live all the time, but it's one of those ones. It clearly means a lot to fans. And I think everyone He's else... He's played it um, over a thousand times now, I believe. I know. Yeah, you must be sick of it at that point, mustn't you? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go and get the exact figure. Bear with me a sec. Let's have a quick look. But it's, it's uh, one of, Again, like since... going when you see it live, um, you'll just be dancing with strangers. like Oh, yeah. Uh, arm in arm and stuff like that. Because when we saw him at Leeds in 2016, he played it and he, he, we, he did the wall of hugs and you weren't allowed to hug someone you, you'd know. So it was just go and, go and make a friend. I remember that, yeah. And, yeah, it's one of those songs yeah. where everyone just becomes friends instantly as soon as it comes on. And when you see it with a Manchester audience, everyone's almost like you, you'll speak to someone at a Manchester show and it's like you've met them a few times before. Yeah. And then I mean we had that in I we had that at Idols, didn't we? That oh, um God, yeah, what a show. Yeah. What was it? Um he's played photosynthesis one thousand two hundred and nineteen times as of recording and you can kind of think like if he ever does retire that song it's like that bit at the end of avengers endgame when tony stark's dying and yeah. uh, pepper Potts is just like going you can rest now <laughs> it's just <laughs> i'm gonna retire uh do you, <laughs> is, are you gonna retire photosynthesis at some point frank no i don't think i will <laughs> <laughs> oh, fans nope i won't let you do that <laughs> <laughs> no i don't think i will <laughs> oh the fans would definitely be like the the light from space obviously Oh yeah, yeah. I'm afraid I can't let you do that, Frank. Hal nine thousand. <laughs> uh, but oh, with the new drummer, it'd be Cal nine thousand. Cal nine thousand, hey. yeah. Very. Uh, good. You have to be a really big fan of Frank Turner to understand that, don't you? <laughs> uh, or yeah, or at the very least, be aware of who the Sleeping Souls are. But yeah, um, Photosynthesis is a ten out of ten song, and yeah, it's it's not a sad song, but it does. Uh, this no, it's quite talk- cheerful. Yeah, uh, you'd think Frank Turner's quite a miserable person, wouldn't you? <laughs> what we've said about these songs, but yeah, no, I mean, a lot of his early stuff. I mean, in his own words, from uh, his songwriting book, is that he was kind of consciously old before his time, back in like sort of between two thousand and two thousand and eight. He was quite quite world weary from the sounds of things. Definitely. Um, so we'll go on to your number three. Yep, my number three uh, is Get Better. Um, ah, so again, Get Better will yeah. seem to be on everyone's. That uh, was why I refrained from commenting on it too much earlier, because I was uh, like, I'd save some of it for when I actually do my list. But, it is um, a good call to arms, that song, isn't it? Well, without kind of going too much into the details, because quite frankly, I don't know most of you who are listening to this. You don't need to know this that much about me. But as someone who's in therapy at the moment it's it's a good mantra it works it's good it's that kind of like digging your heels in and un- untangling the mess that is life and that song is like a pretty perfect encapsulation of it it feels kind of like it's um it's a sister song with haven't been doing so well in my opinion mm-hmm. i feel like they very much come from that same place of like you know things are shit but we're going to deal with them and we're going to push through them, whatever it takes, you know, and it will get ugly at times, but like we move, you know, we keep going. And I just think it's really good. And it's always such a fucking cork alive as well. I was like, going to say when, again, we'll be ref- we always reference that Manchester Apollo show now. I think yeah. I'm going to go out and say that that post, lock- the, the mid lockdown Manchester show is the best ranked Turner show I've been to. Yeah. Yeah. It was also a song that really, actually, I think, 
helped everyone through the lockdowns when they were in full swing when he was doing his live streams. Yeah, you know, we saw like, bu- the group the group chat just explode. Yeah, he'd bust uh, out, get better, and we'd be like, "Oh yes, here we go." Yes, um, like, I just remember just when, playing it on his own when he started on that. When we saw him at the Apollo, our, we were with our friends Ellie and her boyfriend Jamie. We just sort of ran towards the front, and then like, like once, once we got into go. it, like me and Jamie just sort of like moved our arms out, and everyone just sort of like opened up this little hole in the crowd. And then once the audience like got going, like, everyone just sort of jumped in and was all like hugging each other. And I was like, probably yeah. shouldn't be doing this in the pandemic but yay it's just i fucking love i fucking love right when they do it live and they just have that fucking load of they do all that noise at the start and then it just sort of stops and he just starts i'm like oh hey perfect perfect so uh number two i have a sneaking suspicion number two and number one could be the same or your my number two is your number one and your number one is my number two I think our number one's the same. All right, so my so, number two is I still believe. Mine is not I still oh. believe because remember I said that there's no England keep my bones songs in mine. Yes, you did. So, um, again, for the this is a celebration of rock music. Yeah. Also, um, just for the record, I do really like this one as well. Like, yeah, it's like, like we said earlier. He's he's got a good track record of too many good songs, hasn't he? Yeah, how the hell was I supposed to whittle it down to five? I thought that's why it was better, just because I think five is a better discussion. Yeah, because it um, doesn't take as long. <laughs> in my, I've got a group chat with a few Frank Turner fans, like Ellie, Vicky, and Sarah, and you've met them at shows and out and about. Mm-hmm. I put in yeah, the group yeah. chat. I don't know why we decided to do this last night, but I was like, "Oh, we're doing a podcast tomorrow. It's top five Frank Turner songs," and they were all like, "What?" <laughs> they were like, right, we've got to make a long list and a short list, and neither of them came. So I think they like the minds have just sort of melted, imploded, trying to think of it. Um, Too much Frank. Yeah, I still believe it's just like just the celebration of music itself. Yeah, I, 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 I really like. I still believe live every single uh, time. Like it's good at the start, midway, or right at the end. I was going to say, I remember he used to, there was a period of time where he closed on it quite often, and I always thought it was actually a really good closer. Um, it's got one of my favourite lyrics of all time, but it just basically, music has the power to, uh, is it, raise a temple and tear it down? Yeah. And stuff like that. Quite a few biblical references to quite a lot of his songs for someone who doesn't uh, yeah. believe in like biblical times, but we're not yeah, going to get no, into yeah. I mean, like, there's so many cracking lines in that song like just sort of you know um teenage kicks and gramophones we hold them in our hearts stuff like that just Um, this is the ultimate dance song i think like when it comes on i've never not known it to be um yeah there's a lot of um, mum and dad dancing isn't there in the crowd when this one starts it's it's not exactly like a moshing song but it's just like a fun little like unity song in a way where it's like everyone everyone sort of becomes like this one voice i think it's very jovial and it's just sort of like um, very bouncy. Absolutely. And I just love the bit where the call and response bit is always good fun. Even when I've seen this song, believe. even when I've seen this song acoustically, it still had the same effect. Yeah, it's always good. Uh, um, I've I do seen... love as well that he just couldn't pick a favourite recording to use for the crowd. And, and, and just use both, so just use both of them. Yeah. Back in 2010, that this song came out in 2010 as well. So it's, 12 years at all. Yeah, so it came out on a on an EP, I believe, in between 
yeah, the rock and roll EP with um, Pass It, Pass along. it along, which is, yeah. uh, let's put that in the honourable mentions. Yeah, retroactively. Because from, um, do you remember on the, the, the live streams, everyone requested that every week. Well, you started a campaign <laughs> and uh, now Frank knows who you are. <laughs> I did. We'll get onto that towards the end because that is a great story. I think it's a great story. People will probably I mean, think I, I'm I, an idiot. I like, I like it. But it makes me laugh and it resulted in um, in some interesting things happening. <laughs> it did. Um, but yeah, I still believe the second best ranked Turner song. Could have yeah. rivaled my number one for top spot, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're getting into like the elite tier now, aren't you? Yeah. Like, um, so what's your so number two? My number two is uh, Recovery off Take Back. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, I think... If I was going to show someone who'd never listened to Frank before a Frank Turner song, it's either this one or Get Better. Because Recovery, again, is like Frank's... It's Frank like firing on all cylinders in terms of like what it is that makes a Frank Turner song. It's like, it's catchy. It gets, you know, it gets quite... Um, it's quite funny in some ways as well. It's quite sort of sarcastic. Mm. Um, but it's heartfelt and very poignant as well because it obviously came during a time in his life when he was not doing he, he wasn't doing so wasn't well doing so well <laughs> and um but like he just gets it so he, he has a way of wording it where everyone listens to it as like fuck yeah i've been there too like maybe not necessarily waking up in like strangers houses and then immediately doing bath salts but like everyone's had that sort of phase in the life where you undergo some kind of catastrophic life changer event and you just go off the rails for a while and you just you know you're seeking comfort in anything and everything <laughs> i don't know well, life's pretty breezy <laughs> yeah life's well breezy bro it's like just don't be sad it's fine <laughs> have but, you tried um, not being sad but no yeah that's what i mean it's like i think it is a breakup song at its core and i think it does it's such all, a good it's job a bit of a feel-good break breakup song it's like a bit, I'd say it's like bittersweet. It's kind of almost like the song's sort of lying to itself in a way, if you get what I mean. It's kind of like, it's about having an utterly shit time, but keeping your head up either way. And it's just like, it's helped me through a lot of shit times, quite frankly. It was um, one of my uh, lockdown anthems in 2020, because I was like, I'm going to fucking, I'm going to fucking survive this. I'm going to do this. Do you know you were 14 when that song came out? Shut up! But yes, I do. You were fifteen. I always forget. I did an extra year in college, so Um, I was. I would have been fourteen when it was released as a single. Oh, it came out in April, didn't it? Yeah, Um, but it was actually. I had listened to some Frank stuff off England Keep My Bones previously, and I remember I really liked I Am Disappeared, and I still believe. Um, But I remember it was Recovery that made me think, oh. Am I actually just a fan now? You know, like, because I, I was yeah. listening to it like all the time, you know, like I was just rinsing it on the school bus and just like listening to it all the fucking time. Um, I, I did debate making the music when I did my A level uh, coursework, when I had to make a music video, I did debate doing that one. Oh, you but, can't really measure up to the official video. Exactly. Though, like, I do, I love the official video and it kind of also has a reference to get better in it i don't know if that was conscious or if that inspired get better reminds does that does that plane that flies by and it has a banner on it that just says get better at one point it must have been what how is, they came about with get better then which is two years before it came out so either 
he already kind of had the bones of that song and was just throwing in a cheeky nod for later on, or it it's just a coincidence. But Definitely. I remember watching it. I remember watching the music video again in like 2018 and being like, "Wait a fucking minute!" <laughs> but no, yeah, Wait Re- recovery. Recovery is an excellent song. Again, just okay. one of my all-time faves. I'm glad I didn't do a music video for that because you know how traumatic making a music yeah. video for "I Am Disappeared" was when all your actors pulled out. And then yeah, that was not. Fun. You only and had then, a day. You only had three days to make it and edit it and hand it in. <laughs> you coming into my room and going, "Can we edit this?" Yeah, sure. Ed, when's it due? Oh, tomorrow. Or oh. to, to be fair, I actually think we might be exaggerating there. I think it might have been more than three days that we had to do it. We definitely. It must have been. It, it, it might eight. have been. It might have been more of a, a week and a half, maybe. I think. We were cutting it fine with the editing, though. I remember I, we were I, we were rushing that at the end. I think three but, days makes for a funnier story. Yeah, when uh, yeah. with Bob Dylan in his little uh, Kia, it's out there. It's <laughs> out, out there somewhere. I'm not going to tell you Bob, where Bob to Dylan find it. in Bob Dylan in Rochdale <laughs> with, a, with a Jodie Pickholt book in his car. <laughs> I, uh, to be fair, I felt we did a good job with what we had because it. Was, I mean, I, which was it, which it was, was nothing. <laughs> it, it was filmed on zero budget and just people doing favors. Yeah, uh, considering because it wasn't actually my fault that everything fell apart. No, no. Uh, okay, so number one, I think we should say this together because I do think we have a solid idea of what number one is. Okay, yeah, okay. So, so three, mine is yeah. two, one. A new proof, proof rock rock before he before got he famous. Got famous. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. No, um, just fucking hell. Imagine right being able to sit down and as an that. artist, <laughs> no, as an artist, and lay claim to one of the best pieces of modern poetry of all time, like. And just be, oh, I wrote that. Like, yeah. you, like you know, just you, you just sat down and you wrote something as exquisite and beautiful and poignant as that. I'm using the word poignant a lot, but it's true. It's like it's just such a fucking gorgeous song. I actually can't get over it whenever I hear it. It's like, especially like the last two minutes or so, minute and yeah. a half. It's when the sort of guitars kick in and stuff like that. It's the, I, I'm literally getting goosebumps to talk about it now. But, yeah. Um, again, to tie it in, I said it, it could sort of bookend Balthazar Impresario, I think. Yeah. Because um, it's about uh, perform. It's about doing what you want, no matter what people like do, really. Yeah. Because uh, there's that bit where it just says, "We will proud remain," and Balthazar Impresario again performing, no matter what I think, and the people yeah. in Balthazar the, the, that that song's about will proud remain throughout all the hardships of what it is to be a performer and. It, this name checks quite a few famous bands who are really popular now. Yeah. So yeah. Um, uh, I guess the green light stayed on for those. Absolutely. But no, like it's just... Because vac- it's about the vaccines, like Mumford and Sons, like the, the, boys and banjo, uh, the boys with banjos, aren't they? Yeah, apparently, yeah. But like... It's just uh, it's it's a stunning song, and yeah. it never 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 fails to turn me into a sobbing wreck at every fucking show where he plays it, which yeah, is every show. So I think when, I can't I can't when, go to a Frank show without it punching me in the stomach emotionally. At the Apollo show when he did that, that was where um, the feeling of like the event it just finally like got to me of like the, yeah. the occasion. I was like, okay, here we go. About eight other guys are crying, so I'm just going to let myself cry now, and hopefully well, he other always, guys... Yeah, he always throws it in towards the end as well, so you're already quite into it. You're like, already... Yeah, you're quite emotionally heightened already, and then he's just like, 
are you ready to sob? Oh, no. <laughs> I'm like, it's okay. just, the way it just keeps building up and building up towards the end, it's just chef's yeah. kiss. I've done like the, then, the yeah, Italian yeah. emoji. Like, it's like, mm. But yeah. yeah, no, it's like just the ending as well. Like just the sort of when it hits the apex when he sings the, you know, the only thing that's left to do is live. And I think it's it's such a simple phrase, but it really does it cuts through every I've, time. Just I've been you very know, the tempted. only thing that's left to do is live. Like, yeah. fuck man. I've been very tempted on a number of occasions to have We Will Proud Remain put around my um yeah. Frank Turner tattoo. That's good. Uh, that, again, I don't think there's a line in that song that's wasted at no. all. It's like it's just oh it's I get, when I first heard it, exquisite. it wasn't one of those songs that stood out instantly because I was uh it's one that with comes with age. But uh, as you grow up, it's just like Yeah. Holy fuck. Like I remember thinking this is a nice song when I heard it when I was about 16 for the first time. And then at nearly 24 now, it just it it hits different, man. You know, when you're trying to break into the music industry or when you just you're just existing as an adult. It hits different. It hits different. Uh, it really does. Like that last two minutes, probably one of the best things I've ever heard in my entire life. Yeah, masterclass in lyricism as well. That one. It's some of his absolute best lyrics he's ever written. Absolutely. So we that's us done for the top five Frank Turner songs. Yeah, and I feel like we've done um, quite well because normally when we do like lists of things, we tend to be overlapping each other because sometimes. Like when we do our favourite films, one film will be two places below like where I've put it uh, yeah. for you and Jason and stuff like that. So we finally made it work. No, it's it's good. I think it's because maybe we're approaching them from different places, either in our life or emotionally as well. Definitely. And these are songs so, that just, I say, when I say they make you feel, it's all caps with spaces in between. Yeah. Feel, and with like a ton of reverb. Like but feel. Yeah, uh, Frank Turner songs, if, I've made some pretty good friendships out of Frank Turner songs, especially from uh, yeah. the live streams last year. Yep, shout like, out to the FTA. Yeah, and uh, should we say Lamp Mike? <laughs> yeah, do you do you want to do you want to so, send, yeah. send us off with that story? That'll so this tie is a, up with that. an excellent tale of me being a too drunk and uh not an extremely <laughs> bored in lockdown and uh you weren't in the room to stop me from doing this because i think you were elsewhere when i did it i i think i was i think i uh, <laughs> literally left the room for about 10 minutes and then when he came back uh so during one of them i think it was the the last i say that with quotation marks the last uh live yeah. stream I, I got quite a bit drunk i had my signature thursday night frank turner drink which was blended uh, watermelon, mango juice, and rum, and you it could barely good, taste. Be you fair. could barely taste the rum, so you'd put about five shots in, and I was like, "Ah, now yeah, I can well, taste it." Well, it's fucking lethal, that. Isn't yeah. it? <laughs> um. So people would. We were that bored. People would choose whether they were team lamp stand or team microphone, which was the only two things other than Frank right, Turner. It was and his... team team lamp or team mic stand. That was the, it. He had a, he had a mic stand that would protrude in from the left hand side of the frame with the charity they were donating to that night and um but in the background there was a lamp that everyone was really <laughs> so interested in for like, some reason oh team lamp and i just thought i can't remember who i was at first which is, i can't remember, I think i might have been team lamp but then it turned into uh lamp mike team lamp mike 
uh, rivalries started and were quickly diminished. And uh, we were coming up with like how we could fit in lamp mic before into the song. So there was lamp mic impresario. <laughs> I knew lamp mic before he got famous and stuff like that. And then I've on the very last show, I was I can't remember how much I had to drink at this point. Um, we were both drinking. I was just like, here we fucking go. I was like, oh, I remember saying to you actually, I said, just look what I've put in now. And I just said, um, oh, if Frank makes it through this whole show without uh, pulling a volley, which is forgetting the own wo- the words to your own song, which is what another musician, Will Valley, does, um, I'll get a tattoo to commemorate all the fun we've sort of had. Because yeah, lockdown was fucking shit. But the Thursday nights, I always really, really looked forward to. I always made sure I'd make yeah, no plans the, and stuff like that. The Thursday nights were always next level. And it was just a fun little community in the group chat that was there, the live chat. And the, especially that time when the Nazis invaded. And everyone that was told them, so bizarre. Everyone told them to fuck off. When the Yorkshire <laughs> Fascist League invaded or something. When uh, all the, the thousands of Frank Turner fans just posted, like, love hearts and then, fuck you. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, so I say I'll, I'll get a tattoo to commemorate this, and then Jess guys, Frank Turner's wife, who was monitoring the group chat, makes him stop the show, and he's like, "Oh yeah, Ed Walton said this," and I was like, "Oh fucking, hell, I didn't mean this is this is happening now," and he was like, "Oh um, if you don't, if you make no mistakes, he'll get a tattoo," and then he then went and made no mistakes for the rest of the show, and then yeah, was it was like, the only time he never volleyed. I was like, I think what? his string, I think his string snapped on his guitar, but that's not a. Wasn't it also that you said you would buy everybody a pint? Originally? Yes, no, we'll, we'll edit this out. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually go to, that was another thing where I was too drunk. I was like, oh, I, oh I'll do this. I'll buy everyone a pint if he doesn't volley. And then he'd instantly make a mistake. <laughs> and everyone was like, okay. Wee. And then when I go to Frank Turner shows now, it happened. Happened at a fucking Idol show. Uh, last week, this guy comes up to me. He's like, you're Ed Walton, aren't you? And I was like, <laughs> yes. And he was like, you owe me a beer. And I was like, no. I didn't know about that. <laughs> this was um, the Saturday. I was going to say, is this the one that I wasn't at? Yeah. Yes. Uh, so uh, to cut a long story short, I then went into the FTA Facebook page and I was like, fuck it, let's have a design competition. And uh, our very good friend, Sarah Strachan, uh, designed the tattoo and I went and got it done. And it is uh, on Frank Turner's Instagram page. I was going to say, the main thing is that Frank now knows you as the lamp mic guy. I know, I'm not the person who fucking interviewed him. (laughs) Interviewed him twice. (laughs) And, well, this is why the number I Do Proof Rock is my favourite song. Um, At Hull, I went to see Frank Turner with Sarah and her boyfriend. And her boyfriend held up a sign through a good portion of that show saying, Ed Walton's here. And then he saw it and he was like, Ed Walton's here, the guy who got a tattoo of my lamp stand. And he just went... He was talking to it about another person as well. And he went, this song's for the both of you. I started playing our new proof rock. So I've had that song dedicated to me. Oh, that, yeah, that's pretty elite that to be fair. It, it, I can't, I can't compete with that. So things going full circle. All right. Yeah. No, I mean, all good stuff, but yeah, I'm sure I'll continue to spend a disproportionate amount of whatever money I have on Frank shows until I die. Until I die. <laughs> Maybe. Until we I mean, aren't dead yet. Either either he retires or I die, because I don't think he'll, like, I, you know, I think he'll go on forever. I, I, for some reason, there's something about Frankie feels quite eternal. Definitely. But um, I think before we go, he's got a new album out on the 11th of February. He do. FTHC. Which we'll, we'll, we'll do a review for. I think that'll be our next music episode, because that's out next yeah. Friday. 
Um, yeah, I'll be uh, spinning that. So I'm buzzing for that. Um, so what do you think of the singles release so far? Uh, I like them. I mean, I think pretty much across the board, they've all been pretty ace. I'm glad it's a long album, actually, in terms of how many songs are on it, because... Um, well, I mean, I don't mind a lot of singles, but one of the downsides to it is that you feel like you've already heard a lot of the album. Yeah, I think when but, Ultra Mono came out by Idols, that was a criticism. The only one of the few criticisms I have of that album is that yeah, I we'd already it. heard most of it by the time it came out. Yeah, but um, what's your favourite of the singles that have come out so far? Uh, probably haven't been doing so well, but the Gathering's also fab as well. Um, a wave across the bay. Uh, is an absolute gut punch of a track. Um, I almost made it into my top five. Rest in peace, Scott Hutchison, you magnificent bastard. Exactly. Um, I think that's what he would would have wanted to have been referred as. Oh, yeah. I mean, he he was, to be fair. Definitely. But uh, I mean, and Frank did a good job of doing a song that sounded like a Frank song, but was kind of... A Frightened Rabbit song as well. Yeah, it was like imbued with Frightened Rabbit. Um, influences as well It's It sounds really good mm. uh, And I'm looking forward to The Resurrectionists on Friday Friday? Tomorrow Oh my god yeah Yeah I'm looking forward to the tomorrow, Resurrectionists which is tomorrow the 4th of February Yeah so uh, I'll be keeping Just an in case on anyone's listening yeah. to this next week And we say it's out tomorrow Yeah because this will probably be out on like What Monday something like that I don't know yeah we have um, we need to actually just have a schedule where we post things rather (laughs) is it ready yet yeah (laughs) I mean I I need to edit them faster to be fair but like um but but, uh, um no yeah I'm looking forward to it so yeah me too I can't wait um we'll do a review for that uh we also saw our first live shows of 2022 last week we did yeah uh idols yeah we went to see idols and I am still recovering. Um, I'm glad I didn't do two of those shows in a row. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, Friday was in um, the Friday was intense. Uh, I'm also glad that I've seemingly not contracted COVID from that. It's been almost a week now, and I have no symptoms and have tested negative twice. So uh, clearly, well, something's working. Namely, the three jabs: get jabbed, well, get your boosters. Exactly. We will say this at the end of every show until COVID is no longer a thing. So probably three more years. Um, oh, what, was your fa- what was your favourite song? Oh, let me think. Um, honestly, and I've had it on since quite a lot. One of them was definitely the wheel. The wheel. Like I fucking love that bit. Like I keep walking around my house and just going the wheel. I on the my partner keeps going like, what are you doing? I on the Saturday had a little dance with Jenny Beth to the. Wheel. Oh yeah. Uh, I, noticed she, I noticed she was stood next to me, so I started doing like a little dad dance, and she she was doing like this. You can't see the Jason dance. The Jason dance, we'll call it. We were both just sort of doing that, and I went, "You're Jenny Beth, aren't you?" And she went, "I think so." And then she just went into my <laughs> That's a good response. I, I like Jenny Beth. I became aware of her after she was I, 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 on a Gorillaz song in 2017. She's really cool. She really needs to put all those songs she did at the Idol show. Oh fucking hell yeah, absolutely. Those last four songs were like. That said, "I'm the Man" is a good song, and that one is on Spotify. I've got that on my Spotify. I listened to that one quite a bit. Oh, there's something about dying, but I can't remember what it is for now. But yeah, I can't bring it to mind. But no, it's I got a good, good little Nine Inch Nails feel. Big Johnny were good as well. Colossus was good. I'm trying to think of the songs. Are oh, like we, Car we, Crash. We made excellent. it in just in time to that mosh pit for Colossus. Didn't ah, we? Yeah, as soon as it started, I was like, oh no. 
That said, that's not the roughest idols crowd I've been in, which isn't a dig on Manchester, just that I actually felt like if I wanted to get out of the pits, you could you, do. You could very easily do so. I like, think that was the difference in the venues at Leeds in 2019. It was such a small Leeds venue. in 2019, I was quite surprised I didn't have fractured ribs at the end of that. But um, yeah. I think my favourite one was I'm Scum. I'm Scum was excellent. Purely because actually, I'm a yeah. sucker for everyone sitting down at a gig and yeah. then jumping up, which photosynthesis happens every time you see that live yeah, yeah and it was uh, good. i love when there's just no room and everyone just sort of crouches down and there's like some little gremlin bob like, yeah i love the gremlin bob my favorite like, thing is when yeah, you, you try yeah. and, <laughs> you try and squat down and you realize just quite how much the gig has fucked your knees up yeah. since you got there and you're like, like oh no this person's ass is right in my face like, yeah and you're trying to like you're trying to desperately not accidentally like touch someone in a weird way yeah, I think that might be the best idol show I've ever seen, actually. I mean, I've only seen them three times, and that's the second time I've seen them doing a headline show. So I, I thought I, it was really good. Yeah, I think it, it definitely gave the Glastonbury 2019 a show a run for its money because at that festival that year, I think that was one of the shows to be at. Um, and you saw the the BBC iPlayer footage of it. Oh, yeah. And like, there's I saw always you in the crowd at one point. Saw me in the crowd, yeah. In when your I realized flamingo shirt, <laughs> which I took off because I was too warm. <laughs> I, I, I still cannot believe I dropped my phone and wallet during that set, and uh, found them intact. Yeah, you somehow got them back in one piece. But insanity. Yeah. Uh, we we'll, we could do a best idol songs for one of our next top fives. Yeah. I mean, or, given that they seem to be accelerating the rate that they release albums at, they'll be uh, one out by, like, July. In, in a couple of weeks. Or <laughs> uh, we should do, maybe, look at who we're going to see each month and then do, like, a top five of that band, because we could do one in April for Royal Blood. Oh, May's going to be a fucking nightmare. <laughs> I've got five gigs in May. <laughs> I think same. Who's, I mean, who like, we seeing? We've got Royal Blood in April. I think that's my, my next chem. one. I think that's my next one, too. I'm going to see Mike um, M twice in May. Amel and the Sniffers, Architects. Yeah. Brian Fallon. Um, if I can sort out the fact that I fucking double booked it, I should be seeing Marina as well, which should be interesting. Um, okay. I really, really hope we can get Brian Fallon on here. Are we seeing anyone in June or have all those shows been moved into May now? Let me have a look. Uh, I'm seeing Green Day in June, but that's at uh, Huddersfield, which I don't think you're coming to. No, no, I'm going. I'm, I'm, I'm doing the easy thing and going to Paris. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just Green Day for me in June. Uh, do I have any gigs? In, I'm just. Oh, Run the Jewels in June. Yes. Oh my God, the one we keep forgetting I just, about. I, I just had a look at my calendar. I've added all the gigs to my calendar, so I don't forget them. Um. Yeah, I think that's the only one I have in June. Yeah, that's the only one I've got there. Perfect. Right. I think we should leave things there. Our next episode. I think we're going to be it's film on and we're going to be doing a retrospective review of The Matrix. Oh, shit. I need to watch that, don't I? Yeah, but I don't uh, think but... you're here when we're recording. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fair enough. Well, the next one I'll be on will be the the FTHC review. Absolutely. Okay. So uh, thank you for listening in, Share. Get stay fucking vaccinated safe. if you haven't been. Yeah, stay safe. If you're going to gigs, get your fucking jabs. Okay. I'll, I'll, we'll see you soon. Goodbye. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. <laughs> Hell, do I stop recording? <laughs>